1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8. And I'm reading from the, the Passion Translation. It drives home the message in a new way. Um, multimedia, you can put on another translation. That's okay. It says in the Passion Translation, 1 Peter 5 8, that's our text. Be well balanced. Be what? And always alert. Because your enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly. You heard the testimony of my daughter, truck, head of truck, fell on somebody. Oh, the enemy, incessantly. Like a roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. Looking for its prey to devour. If you see somebody who sleeps in this Lagos, and the person lives in Lekki, for example, or anywhere around here, and he's going to bed, parks his car in front of the house, and leaves the door open, forgets the door, enters the gate of his house. He has a gate, but he parks the car outside, opens the gate, enters, leaves the gate open, enters his house, goes to bed that night, leaves the door open, forgets to lock it. What would you call that kind of person? Huh? Drunk, careless. Absolutely careless. The person has to be drunk to be doing that. That's careless living. But you know, when the Lord began to talk to me about careless living, he wasn't talking about the mundane things of life. Yes, they can steal a car. But a car can be recovered. I can buy another one. Take it and go. God will give me a better one. But what of life? What of health? So he says, many of us are living carelessly in the light of our spiritual work, our life with God. And that scripture we just read said, be alert always. Not most times. Be alert. The King James Version says, be sober, be vigilant. In other words, keep your eyes open. And it says, many of us are living carelessly. The things you ought to cover, the bases you ought to cover, we're not covering them. I had a tendency to be so in the physical. And every time when I do some things, my wife will say, maybe I go to the kitchen to cook. When I come out and she will say, "Shall you put off the gas when you finished. I will say, I did. She said, did you remember to close the fridge? Yes, I did. Did you remember? You know, some, I will almost get irritated. But the reason she does that is that this is earlier in marriage. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an, old, an older person in marriage now, so I beg, cut me some slack. That was then. So she would say because she had noticed that I had the tendency to be careless. And yes, such things have happened before when I put water in the pot and drive out of the house. And the fire and the pot, they are there. And I remember, hey, water for Gary Day gas. And I'm in traffic in Ojo Eleba. You know, so, they, so she had a good reason for doing that. And... But not anymore, like I said, that's in the past. So it's bad enough in the physical. But think about this in the spiritual. Because a lot is going on. I was sharing with the workers, was it last week or the upper, I think it was last week, that I was reading, I usually don't read these things, but somehow it came to my notice and I saw, I was reading an article that somebody killed the woman he was engaged to be married to. Used her for ritual. They went somewhere together. The girl thought they were going to relax and enjoy. And he said, kneel down, let's pray. As the girl knelt down, he put the gun behind her head and shot her. And the native doctor came out to come and use her for whatever. Engaged to be married. So things are happening. The, 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 the heart of man 
is desperately. It's wicked. So you can't tell. That's why I can't afford to live carelessly. I can't. When, when I, when, the first few months when I became a pastor, we were called to pastor. One day I had a dream. I was climbing up the staircase in the real hotel in that dream. And somebody was coming downstairs. And the person shook my hands. And I brought out my hands to greet the person. And as soon as I shook the person's hands, I realized I was falling backwards. And then I came to myself in the dream. And I said, what's going on? And immediately I got up and started praying. Praying in tongues because I didn't understand what was happening. But I knew whatever was up. And so the next day was Sunday. And I got there. As soon as I got to church, as I began to ascend that steps, the steps, I started feeling dizzy. I held the rails and managed to get to where the ministers used to pray. And I sat down there while the ministers prayed. And as we were about to enter the service, I said they should enter. I really couldn't stand up. But that was because the person who was shaking my hands, it was spiritual. But obviously, this is a friend who was doing this to me. The world is wicked. After I was sharing with the workers. I said one time we went to buy something in one market not too far from here my wife and I and our little daughter and when we finished buying the stuff one of the woman that one of the women women we bought stuff from said oh you have a daughter this your daughter please let me give her a gift and brought out something wrapped a comb and handed it over to my wife and I and we thanked the person as soon as we got home there was a troubling in my spirit and I told my wife she said she's been having it too I said man throw away that comb if you're not alert, if you live carelessly, these things will afflict you. In the end, you become a casualty in the kingdom. And many of us have died prematurely and we say, God took the person, God give it, God take it. Eh, stop, stop, stop defaming God. If there was a court for God to sue you, to, he will sue you for defamation of character. Listen to what the Bible says about a town in, in, in Judges chapter 8 verse 7. They call them Laish. And there are some Christians who are from this town called Laish. That's where you come from. Judges chapter 18 verse 7 to 10. It says, so the five men went. They went to check where they can go and settle. They went to the town of Laish. Where they noticed the people living carefree lives. I'm reading NLT, Mama Sue's version. Carefree lives like the Sidonians, Sidonians, they were peaceful and secure. They were chilling. They were relaxing. The people were also wealthy because their land was very fertile. And they lived a great distance from Sidon and no allies nearby. They had no allies, no parties, no, no relation, no nothing. And when the men returned to Zora and Esther, that's, these are the people who came to check that land. Their relatives asked them, what did you find? See, listen to what they said. Come on, let's attack them. We have seen the land. It is very good. What are you waiting for? Don't hesitate to go and take possession of it. When you get there, you will find the people living carefree lives. God has given us a spacious and fertile land lacking in nothing. Some Christians are living carefree lives. You are living carelessly. Matthew 13 25 says wild men slept Matthew 13 25 wild men slept the enemy came and sold tires while men slept when are you going to wake up you want to marry have you prayed and say well pastor uh, 
you know, one of my pastors told me that uh, the person I'll marry will come from UK, and this guy came from UK too. And you know, that's 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 what you want to base your marriage on. You are living carelessly. You are planning to relocate. How do you know this is God's will? You know, uh, I was I went to the bank uh, two months ago. You know, after we prayed that prayer that God should help us. And when I went to the bank, my friend that we met in secondary school, he, he was visiting from Canada. So we just started talking, and he said I should relocate. That, that's what you want to base your relocation on. That you had a chance meeting with somebody, your friend who visited from Canada, and that's why you are going. No word of God. You are living carelessly, child of God. It's careless living. I had a story. I was reading a book and they put the story in that book. They said some people were traveling, Christians were traveling through the desert as a group. And they realized that they didn't know that some bandits were following them to rob them. They, did, they had no idea. And so, but these bandits were just following them and they couldn't rob them. Then one night, they were robbed. And so, the bandits, bandits gathered them. And they told them and said, you know what? We've been following you guys for several weeks. But we noticed that every night, it's like there's a barrier around about you when you are sleeping. And so we couldn't come in. But yesterday night, we noticed that the barrier wasn't there. And we could rob you guys. And those guys remembered. Yesterday night, they were too tired. They didn't gather to pray. They didn't commit their sleep. They did not pray about it. They did not receive charge of ministering angels. And so they, were, they left themselves open. Does that remind you of you? You wake up in the morning and you go out. You have not even communed with God. Was it not recently a girl went for an interview? Invited for an interview. When there was killed used for a ritual they harvested our parts interview you will go out without communing with god because yeah I'm, I'm about to be late yeah late what it's better to be late than to be the late it's living carelessly the bible says commit thy ways unto the lord trust also in him and he will bring it to pass Commit thy ways. He didn't say commit your serious ways. Then the flimsy ways don't. He didn't say commit most of your ways. Commit your ways unto the Lord. It means all your ways. You going out in the morning, commit it. You are leaving church now after service is over. Commit your way back home unto the Lord. You take decisions based on logic. You are living carelessly. A girl traveled from outside the country to Nigeria for the friend's classmate's wedding. Part of bridesmaid. On the way from whether somewhere in the west, this road thing. She died in an accident. Traveled from outside the country for a wedding of her friend here. Living carelessly can cost somebody's life. Don't take decisions based on logic. Oh, it looks okay. Yesterday I was coming back with we went somewhere, one of my sons took me somewhere. As we were coming back, we were overlooking Banana Island. And so he showed me a particular property owned by somebody who was high up in the political whatever some years back, still in politics though, and said 
he, the guy wants to sell, he told me the amount in billions. And I looked at the property. And in my heart, I don't think I said it. But in my heart, the Holy Spirit reminded me, CJ, you remember when we're studying the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1, that they were talking about the land that Judas used his money to buy. And they called that land the field of blood, Aseldama. And when I looked at that property, I said, if this man stole people's money, defrauded the government and used it to buy this property, that is Aseldama. It's a field of blood. Guess what will happen to whoever ignorantly, carelessly, because I have got the money and it's a beautiful property, mind you, buys it. That person is living on the field of blood. So you, do, you ought not to take a decision about a house because you can afford it and the price is good. You ought to talk to God about it. You may just be buying a sell dama. And then you live there for five years. You don't see any progress. And you say, oh, my enemy is attacking me. No. Look in the mirror. You will locate your enemy. It's living carelessly. You spend a day without reading the word of God. You are living carelessly. You are a careless person. How can you stay 24 hours you don't read the word of God? Why? Job said, I have desired your word more than my necessary food. In other words, I would rather not eat. But read your word. In Psalms, David said that I rejoice over your word as one who finds great spoils. You spend a day without the word of God, as a child of God, you are careless. You are being careless. Last week when um, Pastor Leke came, the wife brought a big box of roses that they delivered to my wife. And I said, we are the ones inviting you. We should be the ones blessing you. But I guess they took it from Mommy Gio because that's the way Mommy is. Whether she's the one coming or you're the one visiting, she'll give you something. So we took this box of roses to the house. Everyone was smelling nice. I just wish that they would last like that forever because they were fresh roses, live, not uh, whatever, artificial. But yesterday, as we, as we were having dinner, I looked at the roses. Some had turned brown and shriveled. And immediately the Holy Spirit spoke into my heart and said, that's the life of a child of God who lacks the word, shriveled. How can you spend a day? I'm not talking of a week. I know some of you go a week without it. It's today that you open the Bible now. Yay, congratulations, you opened the Bible today. A day should not pass without you spending time in the Word. You miss a day, you didn't cover your spouse in prayer. You didn't cover your children in prayer. A day passes, you didn't cover them. You are living carelessly. You are living carelessly. Is it with all that is happening in the world that you won't be able to wake up at night to cover your children, the one that is in the US, the one that is in the UK? Plead the blood of Jesus over them at least. If you don't know anything else to pray, Father, I plead the blood over Onyeka. I plead the blood over Emeka, wherever he is right now. If you don't know anything else to pray, but no, you just live carelessly. And the enemy is picking us off one after the other because we are living carelessly. 
You can't, you should not, you ought not to miss a day where you did not commit your children into the hands of God. Oh, but I've given them money to cover them for the month. So what? Is the money going to protect them? But I bought them a car to take. So what? Cars have accidents. It's living carelessly. My wife was telling me of one of our pastor's daughter that was supposed to go for a video shoot for an advert or whatever, auditioning, blah, blah, blah. But the mother decided, thank God for the Holy Spirit. She was alert to go with her. They got there. It wasn't the place. The address they gave her, the person is not there. There's no office there. So she called the phone number. The person now said, oh, meet me at so, 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 and so place. Uh, it's not there. It's not quite. And the mother knew something was up. If she was careless and said, oh, glory be to God, money is going to come. Hey, after you do the video shoot, let me see the pictures. Ha, I'll put it on Instagram. All my friends, like some of you, is Instagram, 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 Instagram. You're not allowed for anything else. Thank God. She delivered. She was sharing, delivered the daughter out of the lion's mouth. She was sharing it with them as a testimony. If not for alertness, it won't be a testimony. You make your attendance of service optional. You are living carelessly. You are living carelessly. Some of us, every opportunity to avoid service, you will. Small drop of rain. Ah, hey, it's raining. No service today. I watch it online. Traffic. Ah, no service today. I watch it online. Tired. Oh, no service today. I watch it. Ah, I'm busy. I have a meeting. I watch it. You, you, you are denying yourself that you are living carelessly. There's something about gathering. There's something about the corporate anointing of togetherness. There is something about it. Do not forsake the coming together of brethren. Why didn't Jesus Christ say all the disciples, all of you from home, be doing, I'll be praying over with you. Why was he always gathering them? In the book of Acts, they always gather to break bread. Why didn't they say, okay, since they are looking, to, looking at killing us, everybody pray from your house. But they prayed in a certain place. The enemy is scattering. If you've watched Discovery Channel or all these animal channels, you will see that as long as the herds of the buffalo, of the antelopes, they stay together, the lion will not attack. The lion is waiting for the one that breaks off and maybe goes to drink water somewhere and is separate from the pack. That's the one the lion will go after. When you make your attendance of service optional, you are living carelessly because you are drawing away from the pack. But we do. You have no affiliation with any fellowship. And that's one place where we failed in this church. You are not affiliated to the men's fellowship. You are not affiliated to the, affiliated to the women's fellowship, youth fellowship, whatever house fellowship, you are not part of it. You are drawing away from the pack. It's in togetherness that, togetherness that there is strength. You can break one broom, but pack them together and try breaking it. You can't break a single one of them because they are together. It's a spiritual principle, a house you... It's when it's divided that it falls. Find yourself fitting to somewhere. If you're a woman, join the women's fellowship. Be, but there, there, there's this feeling and I think it's rooted in pride I'm good all by myself don't need no one you don't need no one really there will come a time when you will need people to intercede on your behalf 
and then they will look at you like a stranger because you have no affiliation with anybody get into a group there is a reason there are such things there's a reason the fellowships have been trying to gather people get this but everybody is doing big boy big girl i don't need them i don't need this when we come together we pray we're not gathering you so that we'll collect your money we're gathering you so that you can be protected when you are living and you're not doing anything in the house of god you are living carelessly It, it can be about seed. It can be about works. There are people who sweep the church. You are not sowing. You are not uh, working. You are not even praising God. What are you living and breathing for? Just consuming oxygen and wasting it away for us. Leave it so that those of us who have work to do can breathe. You go home. Bye. You must get something doing. If you are not, you are living carelessly. In, in the book of Acts, there's a woman called Dorcas, also Tabitha. Her story is interesting. This woman dies, but the church gathers and says, no, she can't die. They went to Peter. Peter was in another town. They went to meet Peter and said, Peter, this one, she can't die. See what she used to do. See the clothes she made for this person. See how she blessed this one. She this for this they showed all the works she was doing peter went with them went to that place and commanded her she came back alive if you were to drop dead today who will say you can't die and arise up and pray for you because of the lives that you've touched who who friends who are drinking alcohol who have no faith they are the only people who are going to miss you because you will not be part of the club you used to be the fun at the clubhouse that's the only reason they are not they are going to miss you the church that should arise and pray for you won't miss you because you are not of value to the kingdom i dare there's one of my daughters that came to me and said the devil she had a dream and the devil was going to take her daughter that that's what he was revealed i said to her i dare the devil to touch your daughter there are some people some of my children amongst you very few that if anything were to happen to you i'll be on my knees 24 7. i won't get up from my knees until things change i won't do it for all of you can i be truthful yes i won't there's no point deceiving you i won't who are you of use to warm chair go away warm chair go away complain that the ac is not working complain that it's flooded complain that this that's just your own please go home you are living carelessly if you are not having anything to do in the kingdom you enter relationships carelessly i know ashamed if you are living in unforgiveness against at least one person guess what you are living carelessly one person i'm not talking of many people no one person you are in unforgiveness against one person you are living carelessly you are in disobedience the bible says he that is being often reproved hardened his neck shall suddenly be destroyed suddenly and some people have been suddenly destroyed and we don't know why but god has warned you this is a warning this message is a warning you spend more time on TV and social media than you spend on the world. You are living carelessly. 
CNN is your go-to channel. From there is Sky News. That's all you are doing. You can't even open the Bible. Let's say you even watch that one for three hours and then you study three hours in your Bible. No, you don't. You're living carelessly. You contract your prayer life to prayer warrior. You are living carelessly. You've given prayer contract of money. They've got me covered. They said for the next seven days that they are not going to eat. Go, go and visit them. Go and visit them. The 250k you gave them for that seven days almost you groove in the house. I close. There's a story in the scripture. I think Judges chapter 7 about um, Gideon and his army. Yesterday the Holy Spirit reminded me. I love the Holy Spirit. He makes you a genius. And I was reading that story when they were cutting down the army and I'm rounding up now. A group, the group that he kept, that God said keep, the 300. God said they should go and drink water. Listen. From the river. Some were drinking. They buried their head inside and were drinking. The people that were picked with, were those that the Bible says they lapped with their tongue and with their hand to their mouth. The others buried their head inside the water drinking. What was the difference? <laughs> the difference was that those who buried their head in the waters did not know what was happening around them. Careless. But those who had their hand, water in hand, leaking, they could look around. In other words, God said, pick those people who are not careless, who are alert. Those were the 300. Which are you? Drinking with the whole of your face inside and not watching. Can I tell you, if you are a worker, you are a worker in one church and you came here and you are no longer working for God, you are living carelessly. You are hiding here. I don't know you. The Holy Spirit just put this up in my hand. You know yourself. You are a worker. You may even be a deacon, a deaconess. But we don't know you here. So you say, ah, thank God they don't know me. I'll hide. You are living carelessly. The devil knows you. Let's rise up on our feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to quickly call those who are not living carelessly, they are living dangerously. <laughs> if you've not given your life to Christ, that will not be careless living. That is dangerous living. Wherever you are this morning, just wave your hands. I want to pray with you. This is a day to move from that danger come out come out from that danger raise your hand don't look around god bless you if you are raising it raise it boldly don't look at anybody i'm coming out i want to serve jesus i want to surrender my life to him no more dangerous living because if that's how you are you are a sitting dog for the devil please come come quickly come quickly come 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 hallelujah glory to god thank you jesus thank you thank you thank you Thank you. Hallelujah. I want you to pray. I want to pray with you. Okay, I saw a hand that way. If it's coming, come quickly. Child, please open your mouth and say it with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. I believe that you are the Son of God. And that you, gave, you died for me. And that you rose again. Thank you 
for forgiving me my sins. I receive you today and accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. From this day, I am a child of God. I am forgiven. I'm a new creature. Thank you, Lord. I am born again. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for drawing your son. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. Thank you for this work of transformation, this work of renewing, this work of a new, a new dawn in this destiny. We give you praise and glory for a life that you have touched and transformed this day. Made a new creature. Father, thank you. Blessed be your name forevermore. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Brethren, look to your and follow him. I want you to just pray quickly. Amen. And say, Father, say, Father, no more careless living. No more careless living. I'm not going to leave anything to the devil anymore. I take charge today in the mighty name of Jesus. Just go ahead and talk to the almighty God. No more, 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 no more. I take charge.